Hey friend, you're listening to Joyful Grounds, a faith-filled podcast for coffee-loving women. I'm your host, Dolores Carter, a book-loving, coffee-drinking mom. On Joyful Grounds, we'll dive into the topics of motherhood, Christianity, and literature weekly. On a monthly basis, I will interview various women in all walks of life to share about their faith, careers, and motherhood journeys. Here on Joyful Grounds, our hope is to inspire women to pursue their dreams, walk in faith, and to not only fill your cup with coffee, but to let joy fill your cup too. So, whether you're warming up at coffee for the first time today, or the third, I welcome you to join me here on Joyful Grounds on Wednesday mornings. Good morning and welcome back to Joyful Grounds, the podcast. I'm your host, Dolores Carter, as I know you guys just heard in the intro. Um, and I am so excited to be back with you guys this week. How's everyone doing? Um, I know it's so hard with podcasts because as people are talking and they ask questions, I feel like it's so hard because like when I'm a listener, I'm like, oh my God, I just want to respond back. Like it's not back and forth. So that's why I encourage you guys, if you can head over to Instagram at Joyful Grounds Podcast on Instagram and leave a comment on the post answering a question or two that I asked, or just tell me about how you guys are doing. I genuinely do care and I am praying for my listeners each and every single week. So yeah, um, just come along with me over on social media, but hope you guys are doing well. Today's title of the podcast is called Feeling Conquered by My Fear. Um, I wanted to like share with you guys today just honestly how in the past, even sometimes, um, I feel like the fear of so much is like conquering like my mind, the fear of missing out, the fear of not being enough, the fear of, oh no, am I doing this right as a mom? Like, and I, I hate that. It's a yucky feeling to feel as if fear is clouding your judgment, your mind, your perception, and just how you go about your day. So today we're going to talk about that a little bit. I just want to thank you guys so much for coming back and listening to another week's episode. I'm telling you guys, I'm going to do my best to have this be a weekly podcast. I'm really, really excited. Timing and everything is just working out beautifully. I have a ton of ideas lined up, uh, guest speakers lined up. I'm really, really excited. So anyways, you guys, let's go ahead and hop into today's episode. I don't know if you guys have lived your life and part of your life has been ever been lived in fear. Like, and I'm not talking about like, oh, I'm afraid of heights. So like, I can't ride this roller coaster or like, oh no, spiders scare me. But I'm talking about just like fear of like your everyday life. Like, um, as a woman, sometimes I'm afraid that I might be like trafficked or something crazy or stolen. Like, honestly, I'm 28 years old. I'm like, I'm going to get kidnapped and I'm like a grown adult. But I like have like those kind of fears or fears that like, okay, my daughter's 15 months. Like, have I taught her enough? Like, is she saying enough words? Is she talking to too much. Like, is that a bad thing? And like, I get nervous about like, okay, like if people are coming over, like the fear that they're going to think my house is not cool enough or isn't decorated nice or doesn't smell good or, oh no, like your dog sleeps in a crate. Like, why are you the worst person ever? Like I have sometimes I have these like fear, these fears that in my mind are justified because there's a reason I have them. But nonetheless, I, I'm, I'm, I've been feeling not so much lately, but more so in the past of like really feeling conquered by the fear, like an impending doom was upon me. And so I just kept questioning like, okay, like how do I overcome this spiral or this cycle of fear 
and loneliness. Um, like how, how do I get myself out of the spiral? Um, cause I kept finding myself doing this whole, like, okay, like, okay, I'm afraid I'm a bad mom. Well, and then I speak to someone like my husband or another mom friend and they're like, you're not a bad mom. If you think you're a bad mom, then that probably that thought alone, bad moms don't even have that thought. Like, you know, I don't know if you guys have heard that. People are like, you can't be a bad mom if you're thinking you're a bad mom because bad moms don't even think that they're bad moms. They just think they're doing great. Like, you know, so it's like, okay. So I'm like, okay, I'm not a bad mom. And I'm doing good for like two days. Like, yeah, I'm a good mom. Like I feed my daughter vegetables and she eats them and we like yogurt and like, yay. And she's smart and she likes to read books. Like I do. And then boom, I get hit with a, oh no, like she couldn't say carrot. She said quib instead of carrot. She said quib. And I'm like, oh no. Like, and so then I find myself in a cycle back and forth of being fearful that I'm not enough or fearful of like, oh, I decorated my house. Oh no, it's not up to par with these um, influencers houses or whatever, like the, the fear and the, the being caught up in comparison, I think is really what had been doing it for me. And so I've been questioning my, I had, I had been, and still do question myself, how do I get out of the cycle? And so for me, a lot of that was honestly, I know I, talk, I touched on social media last week, but I'm going to touch on it again real quick here. A lot of it was clearing out who I was following on social media, recognizing that the fear and comparison is literally a lie from Satan himself. And I don't have to live a life full of fear, comparison, loneliness, and depression. Like, I just don't have to choose that for my life. I don't have to wake up and immediately start comparing myself to every other person, every other mom, every other wife on the planet. And to be quite honest, that's kind of what I was doing. And so for me, I was like, okay, I'm going to journal every single day. So for like a couple weeks, I would write down just one good thing that I did as a mom, as a wife, and as a friend. And it kind of looked a little like this. So at the end of my days, I would be like, okay, I'm going to go to bed. I'd pull up my phone and I would literally be like, okay, today as a mom, when my daughter asked for a hug, I gave her a hug. I didn't ignore her. I gave her a hug when she needed it. As a wife, I sent my husband a text saying I loved him in the middle of the day. As a friend, I reached out and checked on someone. And that was quite honestly what I did for like a month. And I'm continuing to do that now. And it's been like so much better. Like now it's like even longer, like things like, okay, like when my daughter wanted to read a book, like I read the book to her and today we went to the park and um, I got to see her smile and I got a picture of her smiling that didn't give me four and we held hands because she wanted to hold hands and we were running and playing. And then it was like, oh no, like I didn't just feed my dog dinner. Like I gave my dog a treat and went outside and set up that appointment for her and all these other things. And then as a wife, it was like, okay, like I made dinner for my husband because he had a long date, but I went the extra mile and made him cookies because I know he wanted to eat cookies. And then we sat here and talked and I engaged in conversation. I engaged in conversation with him and asked him about his day and looked out, looked at different books and things that he would like and learned something new about the things he was interested in. And then as a friend, like I went the extra mile and not only checked on somebody, but like asked them about how they were doing, invited them over, went over to their house, spent time with them and their kids. And so that was honestly the best way that I broke that cycle of fear in those specific areas because I was like, man, like, and it really all it was, which I think, you know, as Christians, we have to replace all our negative thoughts, our stinking thinking, as I've heard in the past, with positive things. 
I pray every day for peace and sound mind over my daughter. And there's a song called Sound Mind by Melissa Hessler. I recommend you guys listen to. It's the only song I listened to for the entire month of June, the year I gave birth to my daughter. And um, I'm not talking, I'm not even kidding. Like the whole month of June and July, I listened to it nonstop. Like it, it's actually still to this day, the song I do sing over my daughter and she recognizes it and it's like brings her a lot of peace and solitude. I can tell like her whole body just relaxes. Anyways. And so doing these things, adding in positive like mindsets, positive habits, there we go. I almost said rituals, ha, positive habits um, into my life really changed it for me. And that's on top of like trying to read my Bible and stuff. But like outside of that, like I genuinely just brought in positive habits and routines into my life. So a question that I've been kind of thinking as well is kind of like, Okay, like, can I genuinely be happy in solitude? Like, can I get alone with Jesus? And can being alone with Jesus be made a safe place for me? Because my thoughts are really scary, like super scary. Early postpartum mom, postpartum mom, super in the trenches, depressed, anxious, whatever. Like my thoughts were absolutely terrifying. And I don't know if you guys are moms who are listening or even people who've just dealt with depression, anxiety, but you know that those depression thoughts, those um, suicidal ideation thoughts, suicidal ideations are thoughts um, of suicide, um, anxiety, the fear, the loneliness, like those thoughts can be really scary. But I kept having to remind myself like, how can I be happy or can I be happy in solitude? Like, can I be happy? Although all these things around me, my circumstances around me are causing me fear. How can I be happy? How can I experience the peace that Jesus offers? And like I mentioned, like it was making being alone a safe place, making my home, the time I spend alone, what I'm reading, what I'm doing in solitude, a safe place. And for a while, again, to go back to social media for a while, social media was not a safe place for me to be because comparison, the thoughts of comparison, it was, it was stealing my joy. And we know that the Bible says the enemy is, is the thief of joy. And I just felt like my life was being consumed and conquered by fear. So I was like, I got to take control of this. And, um, am I completely like healed of fearful thoughts? No, absolutely not. But I've found that there are, those are those are just a couple of things that were helping me, which was getting my word, replacing negative thoughts, positive thoughts, journaling, and um, making being alone a safe place for me. Like I'm someone who, although I'm I'm pretty introverted, I actually really love to be like around. Like as long as someone's just like in the in my presence, giving me a hug, like my husband, for like per se, I like hate to be alone, but I would love, I, I mean, I don't mind being alone, but I also would like love having him there just like cuddling me. And so for me, I just really had to make being completely alone, being in solitude, like a happy place. Um, and yeah, I'm telling you guys, like I would say so many awful things to myself and I, like I, I had to decide at some point that enough was just enough. I had to pick myself up, had to sign up for therapy and talk to my husband who at the early postpartum times of my life and even more recently in the last couple months, he has been like virtually the only real support that I've had in this past year when it comes to postpartum, depression, anxiety, mom things, my dad's death, just like he's been he's been in the trenches with me. And so realizing that I had to really tell myself, okay, is it, enough is enough. Like you cannot be conquered by your fear, depression, anxiety, pain. Doesn't mean those things don't exist. It just means I could not allow them to rule my life anymore. But 
let's take a small little break, you guys, because um, the stuff I'm talking about, I can, I, I, I recognize it's a little heavy. It's a little heavy. So let's take a small little break. We'll finish up the segment, but let's go ahead and hop into my favorite segment of the day called What's in Your Cup? All right, guys, the best segment of the day called What's in Your Cup? So you guys, today, what's in my cup is, are you guys ready for it? a pumpkin spice latte <laughs> it is iced it's a pumpkin spice latte i put it in a fun little clear plastic cup so i could see my drink and i have my pumpkin spice creamer and my oat milk in it and you guys it is so good it is iced can you hear the ice i don't know but that is what i'm drinking I'm really excited. I need to look on Joffrey's website. If you guys don't know, I love Joffrey's coffee. It is coffee from Disney World. If you're a Disney World fan, it is coffee from Disney World. And um, and technically, you can just order it like on their website and they send it to you. It is so good. Absolutely love it. So stinking much. But you guys, that is what's my cup. Let me know today in the podcast details what is in your cup. Are you drinking coffee, tea, water, or something else? Guys, fall is here. Spring, I almost said spring has sprung. Fall is here. Autumn is here. Let me know what you guys are drinking um, in your cup. So let me know what's in your cup. As we wrap up today's episode, I want to leave you guys with a joyful tidbit. For those who do not know what a joyful tidbit is, it is just a little bit of encouragement to get you through the remainder of your week. So today, if you've been believing that you're not strong enough, I want to remind you that fear, in fact, is a liar. Zach Williams actually wrote a song called Fear is a Liar, and it's a country, a little bit of a country song. I would give it a listen. But in the song, we're kind of reminded that we're not strong enough for really anything. Um, we're reminded of those lies, I guess, that the enemy tells us that we're not strong strong enough to be the parents that we need to be for our kids. We're not strong enough to be the best spouse, friend, or you name it, you know? And so I want to just remind you that two things. One, we don't even have to be strong enough on our own because God's strength is sufficient enough. His strength is what we need to be strong enough. And in Philippians 4.13, we're reminded that we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. In Isaiah 40 verses 31, we're reminded that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. So if you've been told you're not strong enough by somebody else, if you've been like, if you've been believing the fear, that fear is a like a, like a good thing, if you've been living your life that way, I want to remind you that you are strong enough. And I want to remind you that those are lies. You are a good mom. You are a good dad, a good spouse, a good friend. You are strong enough. You are more than the lies that you are believing. And we get to be so much more through all those things because we have God's power within us as Christians. So I love you guys. Stay strong. Stay encouraged this week. Okay, guys, and that is it for today's episode. If you have not already, go ahead and give us a follow over on Instagram at Joyful Grounds Podcast. And if you love today's episode, please share it with a friend, share it on your social media platforms, share it with your mom, dad, uncle, brother, cousins, whoever you think you would reach today. And please leave a review for us over um, on whatever platform you're listening to today. It definitely helps a lot. It helps us kind of know that you guys like these podcast episodes or not. And it also gets this podcast out to more people. But I love you guys, and I will catch you. See you next week.